Hey y'all, welcome. Hey hey. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Fake Friends Podcast with Kiara Rose and Sola T. We're doing something a little different today. We actually have a very special guest with us. Uh, you know, it's the day before Thanksgiving, and so we decided we just gonna kick it. We're gonna we have our wine poured. Yeah. We're just gonna sit. We're gonna hang out. Uh, have a little friendsgiving uh, with all of you guys. So, cheers enjoy. to friendsgiving! Yeah. Shout out to I think I just talked about you, Rob, in the last episode. I feel like I I don't ever say no anybody's name, and I definitely remember saying your name. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. He has a different stage name. Excuse oh, yes. Me. Welcome. Welcome, our guest. Welcome, our guest. A real ass friend. Okay. Rap champ in the house. His name is Robert. Hello, Robert. <laughs> okay. I don't rap. Let's also be clear. Um, my name is Robert Andrew Phillips. Oh, those are his initials. <laughs> He's oh. the champ in his initials. I know he's going there like, rap champ. All right, Rob. <laughs> I'm never questioning it, is the funny thing. I'm just... Just went with it. You know what we realized that speaking of Friendsgiving, I realized I've spent probably most of my adult Thanksgivings with Rob. We had a Facebook memory today that came up of our first Friendsgiving. It was my freshman year in college, and Rob had made all this food. First of all, we just made Rob make all like the the staple African American dishes, and Rob be cooking Liberian food. So <laughs> He 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 pulled out the mac and cheese and his mac and cheese is great, okay? And the sweet potatoes cuz y'all know I don't do one without the other. Mm-mm, with the picture both of them. Both of them. Okay, but the picture was funny because also one thing that you're going to learn about my friend here is that he has one of those lights that attracts all types of people. <laughs> so I remember just he had called me and was like, "Hey, um I ran into somebody, I met somebody who's going to come over for Thanksgiving and yeah, for, for Friendsgiving. When I tell y'all, this was the most random person. <laughs> that was such a nice way that you put that. I, you know, I try to be mindful, but <laughs> y'all. Who are First you? of all, I had never, I don't think at that point in my life I had ever been to a trailer park. So it was, we went to go pick her up. And we went to a trailer park and I was like, I didn't know, but I honestly didn't know any black people specifically that lived in trailer park. So this was like a, a whole new situation. I'm like, okay, this is different. We, we out here, we global, we, we have different homes and stuff. And then, then we go pick her up. And I think she has a kid, but she don't, did she have the kid with her? She didn't have the kid with her. Although we thought she was going to bring the car seat out. So we all over here trying to figure out like, well, what baby get? We college. I'm a college. Meanwhile, like, you freshman. We yeah. Some, we got some toys or something. Like We what? also thought she went to our college. Yes. Because the way she had a conversation with him when he met her. Like, where was you at the grocery? You were at yeah. Meyer. Yeah. It was like, she went to our school. So he's like, oh yeah, come through. Like, if, you, huh. if you're not going home, like, come through. We're cooking. You could get a plate and all of that. No. Was she um, even in college age? No, she wasn't. Yeah, it was a whole. Robert, it was a I'm whole <laughs> situation. And luckily, my friend is who my friend is, so that wasn't even nothing. What was going on? But I honestly feel like it was a setup. She was. Trying to yeah. It was a whole setup, and I was like, "Mm, it was a whole no. mess." Yeah, she was trying to set me up, but you know, we persevered. Hey. Um, I had to. <laughs> 
she didn't want to leave. That was the other part. That yes, was she didn't want to go. Leave. So, I mean, so we picked her up. So we were her ride. And not only did she not want to leave, she didn't want to eat. So we kept saying, oh, there's food over there. Go ahead and get some. You can make your plate. And she was too worried about um, if Chris Brown had HIV. Herpes. herpes. It was herpes. That's what she, like, she wanted to be on this conversation. And we was all like, oh, okay. So we finally made a plate for her. And we said, all right, well, we're just going to go ahead and drop you off. Yeah, I had said that. And then we found out <laughs> that Sunday that she was about 14 or 15 years old. Yes, it was a whole, it was a whole mess. <laughs> It was a whole mess. Um, I okay. I'm you, the things that happen in Holland, Michigan. I'm telling. Lesson learned. Don't just be bring strangers. No, over. we had to put him on a like. I know you trying to make sure everybody good, but everybody is not trying to be like. This what you sitting over here for? You ain't go eat. You ain't go play in the food. You know what it is though. It gets me in trouble. I see black people. I talk to them, and I'm like, "All right, you know, we doing something. Come hang out." Did the same thing. I ended up on a date. Yeah. With a man. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was like, okay, cool. You ended up on a date. Great. Ended up on a date. Wow. A date. You know, it's it actually not surprising though? at all. But was it a good time? Though? Did you enjoy your date? I enjoyed the food and the laughs were good. And then I realized, oh, shoot. Well, it wasn't even realization. He very much so said, I would like to date you. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> um, I'm good. I enjoyed this evening. Thank you. Like, I can, I'm sorry. I can actually still pay for my meal. I was about to ask. I was really petty. Me was like, but who who paid that? Who paid? It was a nice date, Rob. Yo, I think we maybe should have thought about it. I was look. Ain't nothing. I just thought we was hanging out, getting to, black person. Black, it was a uh, black man and new to the area. I was like, oh, we got to get to know each other. We got to hang out because that's what so, you do. And just some context of Holly, Michigan. Y'all know where it's at, and that say enough. Just okay. gonna leave it there. It's about five percent black. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm like, you know, we gotta hang out. We so we went out, we went, it was all bad. I said, You want to go get soul food? We can go to tacos or we can get sushi. We got sushi, <laughs> which is primary date food, like second date food, right? <laughs> that is like, oh, oh, it is, <laughs> it is though. Why is it? But it is because you learn a lot about what people eat, I think, when you eat. Sushi. You know what? Also, if you can't use chopsticks, I'm yes. judging you. Yeah. Yes, that's petty. Yeah. My girlfriend couldn't, my ex couldn't use chopsticks. We know, yeah. we're yeah. not going See, over that's it. why she an ex. <laughs> See, that's why she the ex. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, um, but yeah, so we have dinner, and I got two different drinks. I got, <laughs> I got a steak hibachi and an added shrimp. <laughs> I got a better, okay? You know? I was right. like, I'm going out. And then he came out was like, oh, no, I got it. I was like, oh, okay. Right. okay. You probably make more money than me. But and wait, can <laughs> keep telling it because I keep telling the story, Rob. And then we're talking, talking, talking. I knew he was gay. Not an issue. Um, he had been married. He's got two children. And then he's telling me about his ex-boyfriend, whose name is also 
Robert. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, you know, um, we're out here. I'm looking, you know, trying to date, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you know, you got to get on Tinder, get on a <laughs> You are here. Hinge. He's like, yeah, you know, but it's Holland. I'm like, yeah. But Extended you never know. out a couple of miles. Maybe you get <laughs> Indiana. Go to Grand Rapids. You know. Or right I'm, here at this dinner I'm table is what to, he was reaching I'm for. I'm trying to look out for, brother, because we always try to look out. <laughs> and he was like, look, I'm looking for you. And I'm like, <laughs> and but I'm, part, I mean, I don't know how to be done. So we ate dinner. This is my favorite part. We ate dinner, walking back to the car, and he was like, oh, okay, you know, so I guess the night's over. I was like, yeah. He was like, well, you know, what else do you want to do? And I was like, oh. And I didn't know how to say it. I just wanted to call. <laughs> he don't know how to so say it, So we went to another bar. <laughs> Had a good time. Got more Listen. drinks. He oh, my God. If you're going to be on the date, date. And then he True. got out again. But and I finally said, you know, I'm flattered. I'm not offended at all. I don't really do math. So, <laughs> it's not really my thing. It's not my thing. When y'all listen, I'm not offended. You know, you live your best life. But wow, thanks for that. Hibachi, the, okay. See, I love that story, and I feel like that was a great experience. But uh, that's why I don't be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you just helping me justify my meanness yeah. over here, like. Uh, yeah, awkward, but fun, you know, not even yeah, a great those story. Are, those are the moments sometimes we live for is the awkward, but fun moments. Some I'm of not it. mad at it. That, I mean, it sounds like everybody had a great time and nobody had to, and you know, I just love it because nobody no, that had... man wanted his money back at the end of it. Let's be clear. <laughs> he, he wanted all of his coins for that steak kibachi. <laughs> back. I thought he was going, but he was not. <laughs> So I think that that's uh, that's it. I, I, I love that's one of my favorite stories that you like. I'm glad you told that. <laughs> so this is one of those. I feel like when you as you, we get grown, you know, this situation, this season is all about being grown. Like sometimes some of us just find wind our find ourselves in those situations, and you really gotta just decide: Are you gonna how you gonna roll with it? You know. And I think having that choice to be like, no, this is not for me and get up and go is a choice. But if you if you okay, the night is flowing, then you might just want to go and have a good time. Right. Because you never know how to turn out. So that, look, I don't even know what I was about situations. to say. Okay, <laughs> we're talking situ- about situations yes. today. Exactly. So we done already came to y'all on Instagram page with a couple of situations. I feel like because my crew is here today, you know, my both my births, best friends are here. We in the, the friends giving mood drinks are flowing. I feel like we should talk about some situations. Let's do it. So Let's we're going to first it. talk about the situation that we posted on Instagram. Mm-mm. So the first one is, dear fake friends, I've been dating a special someone for a couple of months. I really enjoy the time we spend together and how they treat me. This past weekend, I found out that they cheated in their last relationship. It wasn't that they were unhappy or that there was problems in the relationships. They just slipped up. I'm surprised and have mixed feelings. What would you do in this situation? Oh, let's let our guests go. So yeah, what would you, what you doing, Rob? Um, wow. I, 
I think I'd be okay. <laughs> I really think I'd be okay. Um, only because it was it was a past relationship. I think the one thing that makes me that m- gives me fear or angst is that there was no reason to cheat. It was more or less a um, because the wind blew west. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I would say to be to be aware of. But um, it wouldn't stop me from being in the relationship. I would definitely be more inquisitive of how there's something at the root of why you cheated. Right. And I would want to know, I would want to get to that root, whether that those conversations be between us or you talk to a therapist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see somebody some money for some professional I'm, guidance I'm and unpacking. more and more send people to therapy. Yeah, that's real. People are dealing with some childhood traumas mm. um, that will cause them just to be like, oh, and you know, people also just do like sex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we acknowledge that part too? And the compatibility, I would have questions about just the whole situations. And I would really be interested to see if they felt compatible with that person on multiple levels. I think that's what it is. Cause I think I've been in situations where maybe I haven't cheat, you know, I haven't cheated, but I can see where if there's a lack of compatibility and you're not at the space where you have the tools to navigate that, how something like that can happen in your yesteryears and you actually be prepared with the tools to navigate that or better position yourself now. Mm-hmm. So I think somebody on Instagram basically said like, you know, explore like, and just inquire. And always have your ears perked up and ask mm-hmm. the questions you need to ask, which I think is the take that I, I have. It's not, it wouldn't be a, a rule out for me, um, but it was something that I would lean into a little bit more to, to get some more information on. Yeah, that's the same way I felt. I, I was actually surprised by, you know, some of the people that were like, I'll oh, rule it out. Cause I was like, oh, I never even thought about it that way. I could yeah. see how you got there, but I didn't even think about it like that, which is why I love these questions so much. But for me, I instantly was like, yeah, I don't, I just want to have a conversation. And to me, if you're able to be uh, honest and vulnerable and say like, yeah, I did this thing in my last relationship um, Mm -hmm. and acknowledge it, then I think we're already on a better path, path. a pretty healthy path. Yeah. Than someone who would have cheated in their past and then not been willing to share because now I'm going to be like so closed off. I think that's my mm-hmm. whole thing is I don't like to ever be closed off to people. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather you get it out and I'd be a safe exactly. space. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I think that that jumping, I think also too, just as we grow, I'm like, life is, is very complex in, in yeah. simple at the same time. So even though I can, I think I've over the years just learned not to be, um, brittle i think we talked about this word like to be firm but not be brittle like if there's something that really trespasses my beliefs or uh my res- you know i don't feel respected or anything like that then that's one thing but even then i still want a space to probably express myself and to understand like how, if i'm perceiving it the way that you're extent truly extending it mm-hmm. because a part of our trauma that we all can have and navigate is like sometimes you just hear things a certain way yeah I think something else that we do, we do this too well, is we take on the issue and make it our issue. Mm. Um, mm. This person cheating in their last relationship was probably not the significant other's issue. It, it was, was a them issue. It was a them issue. The person who actually did the cheating and stepping out the infidelity, it was them their issue. So in this new relationship, 
I would I would encourage you not to take on that person's issue. Be inquisitive, try to figure out why, but it's also some work that that person needs to do on their own mm -hmm. um, because they may eventually, hopefully figure out what the issue is and be able to then come to you and easily communicate, this is what it is. Right. And I think, I think I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, yes, that, and I also was going to say, and you're not the other person. Like you also don't know, mm -hmm how the other person played a role. Like, I, I mm -hmm. don't like necessarily when people do that, but I, look, I'm going to be keeping 100. I cheated in my past relationship. Yeah. And I cheated because of who that person was and where where they took me to, that place that they took me to. And this is actually a conversation. That's funny because I don't think I ever shared this with Solo. But this is actually a conversation that my fiance and I had in the beginning of our relationship. And um, with me just being able to share with him, you know, things that happened, then it's also kind of letting him know like I don't want to get to that place again like if we right. ever get close to this place and me feeling trapped. like trapped and like I can't leave but this is how I leave this is how I escape this is how I'm able to feel some sort of freedom because I don't feel free in the relationship we need to talk about that right yeah and I think too it makes me think and just I'm curious to for your perspectives of like do you think once a cheater always a cheater right like I think that that a part of this question was really interesting because the person is writing in saying like I feel good we're with this mm -hmm. this is something that caught me off guard but I always think that did it catch you off guard just because of that notion of like well when somebody cheats they're always a cheater or like I, the connotations around cheating I think for me I think I think that that applies within the same relationship. Mm. Like, I think that if you cheat within the relationship that you're in, yeah, most likely, I don't, I don't think it gets better. Like, I think for me, like I will walk away from that relationship. You cheated on me. I'm done. I yeah. do think that you would do it again, but I don't think that it applies. I don't, I don't think that it's impossible for people to grow. Right. You know, that's what we talk about. That's what this whole season is about. Right. So to say that, they didn't learn anything from their past experience and that they automatically are bringing this bad thing, but then they learned, I don't know, like what I'm trying to say, but just to assume that they didn't grow past it. Right. Uh, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that sentiment. Um, I would go a little further and say, yes, yes. And no, always once a cheater, always a cheater. Yes. If that person isn't looking for growth, if they're mm -hmm. not acknowledging what I did was wrong in this past relationship and I want to be better if they're not acknowledging that, which is a lot of people not acknowledging yeah. that they yeah. were they messed up and that they were cheating and that they were that they ain't shit. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are that are not growing. So yes, they will probably always be cheaters because mm -hmm. that's the life that they're okay living. Mm -hmm. uh, but for those who are who are willing and wanting to grow, no, they they will not always be cheaters. And I think too is beyond just like the doing wrong. I think a lot of times cheaters. People who cheat um, are really not aware of what they need and positioning themselves in a, a way that's going to get what they need and what they want, right? So I think that cheating in most cases comes down to you feeling like you're not getting something, you're mm -hmm. you're not affirmed in some way. So rather, I think it's not, oh, like I'm wanting to do this person wrong, is that I don't know how to uh, advocate for myself by positioning myself and in, 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 um you know, checking for compatibility, checking, being honest about what I even 
I'm interested in. And I think that that I would agree that I think beyond it, just, you know, somebody wanting to do wrong is somebody really positioning themselves to be honest with what it is that they desire and what it is that they need out of a relationship. Um, I think for me, that wrong, right, wrong thing is always just a, a hard, it's a challenging mindset for me to like, it's a challenging scope for me. But I think I would shift it more to of like, am I truly getting what I need? Do I know what I need? Do I need time mm-hmm. to explore that? And how can I explore that without being deeply connected and being honest about I need being honest about my own positioning? That's how I look at that. But I think it's a good question. You know, I got an Hugo. He got some more. Okay. This this one, I like this question a lot. And I like that we're like, it's y'all too. I'm asking this question too. Oh, goodness. So it says, dear fake friends, I've been dating a special someone for a couple of months. I'm trying not to rush as I usually do into anything, but I'm excited to see where things go. Last week, I made plans for a person I'm dating to meet my best friend. Let's just say things didn't go well. It was unexpectedly awkward. Afterward, I asked my BFF for their honest opinion, and my BFF doesn't like the person I'm dating at all. I trust my best friend's judgment and care for me. I also really like the person I'm dating. What would you do in this situation? Please help. So what would y'all do if I was like, ah, that's not it? Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I've been in that situation. <laughs> Wait, I just did that to him the other day. Actually, though, I did. <laughs> I've been in that situation. Um, We're going to tell the business I'm now. Not a, I'm not opposed to my my best friend, specifically Sola T. We've been friends for 12 years, it's 11 been a minute. years. It's yeah. been a while. Um, but not only have we been friends, I mean, we're, we are deeply connected and I'm pretty sure you could say the same thing, Key, with you and Solati. We're deeply connected on a whole other level. So I'm going to hear that advice and I'm going to take it to heart. It doesn't necessarily have to be the end all be all, but I'm definitely going to take it to heart and I'm definitely going to consider that information. And I'm going to, I my, my question would be, what is it that you see that I may potentially be missing? Um, so I can understand um, what's what did not mesh. Um, what I do know with uh, my best friend, my sister, is that <laughs> for the most part, she will always support me. So I think if she sees me making a terribly bad decision, she'll be like, yeah, nah, I, 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 it. no, that we never do that. It. But um, if she knows that it's something that it's not going to take life away from me, but she still is not a fan of it, she'll still support me at the end of the day. I co-sign it. I've done yeah. that, but I've also recently told him, like, I don't like this. And I think it's also the perspective as the best friend to be like, I don't like this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to do anything with me. Like the things I'm saying is like, it has to do with how I'm observing this person treat you. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, I think for me, I really would have to put it in the form of Sola in particular. Like I like how you did that, Rob, where if Sola was speaking to me, because I think, I, I think for me, everyone's friend is not Sola. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone doesn't, some people are jealous. Yeah, and that's, that's a very, very real thing. That's a very real that's feeling. That's a very true thing. And so they may not like your happiness. They may not like that this person is taking you away from them. Right. Um, Ooh, that's so I think weird. that's why I was struggling with it a little bit because it's like, uh, I need more, I need more information. But 
if it was sola mm-hmm. like for instance you just met my fiance for the first time we've been together this whole time and you were really like uh-uh that's not it that would be hard for me yeah you know like even as you and i know that you have my best interest at heart like it's that would like be hard for me you saw play. a snippet of yeah. our relationship so like i would really need more words yeah and I think with either of you, it's the same. I think that both of you, I think like it goes down to the trust in the relationship, right? Like if you trust who this is, not just like because this person been around for so many years, but this person has also seen you in in bad relationships or seen you not at your best and seen you thriving and it celebrated you while you were thriving and, and supported you while you were not thriving. I think that conversation is definitely to be considered and I think is to is to lean into right like I don't believe that I would never tell like even with telling Rob of like I don't like this this and this at the end of the day he's still grown mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day I'm going to position myself but what I do have rules you can't come and talk to me and complain about these things we talking about because mm-hmm. I don't I believe that, that. That's, that's healthy and that's accountability Um, but I do think that if either, if I was dating somebody and either one of you, honestly, I don't think that I could get to a point of like, okay, for real with myself, if you guys didn't meet them and provide some type of feedback. Right. And I think too, with that though, we have, we have done so much growth and elevating within ourselves Mm -hmm. that I, I just don't even see you introducing a partner that you know, I wouldn't like. Exactly, because that or vice versa, you know what yeah, I mean. Like, like that's the thing of like, but you all, y'all also kind of know me. Like y'all don't. I I gotta vet somebody out before I'm like, okay, this is real, because y'all are my family. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, this can't be me just playing on something, right? Because I also want to know, like, when I bring whatever that is, I want y'all to see that I'm excited about it and I'm confident in it. Because mm-hmm. I think that also matters too. Of like, if you introduce these friend your friends to somebody and you're not confident in that relationship and that shows i think that's also a big thing mm-hmm. of like because i look for when i meet when i met your fiance a lot a part of it is just like what energy is she operating in in his space right mm-hmm. like not the little things that he says because again he ain't dating me <laughs> there's certain <laughs> things that i know that you like that we're, we're different people but mm-hmm. how does her energy feel when he's right. around mm. And I think that's what matters most of like, are, what are, what is he, how is he speaking about her in front of me? Mm. How is he, you know, how, how are they interacting? Does it seem like every time he, he can't speak to me, like he has to go through, you know, like all of those dynamics mm. are more what's considered. And I think that's the perspective too of the best friend on the other end of like, what am I even looking for? What would, what would the commentary and feedback be on? Right. If I feel like you, you seem like you all over the place. You don't seem at peace. That's a feedback I'm going to be looking further into. And I might not even provide that right away, but it's something I'm always going to be like, hmm, that's concerning to me. Dear fake friends, I've been dating Carl for five years. We live separately. I thought our relationship was pretty solid until a recent health scare. A few days ago, I had a severe allergic reaction to something I ate at dinner. When I realized how serious it was, I immediately rushed to the ER. I quickly messaged Carl that I was having a medical emergency. The doctor said these reactions can be fatal and will become increasingly worse after each reaction. Carl was working and said he couldn't leave work. He didn't make sure I got home safely or even come to my house later to check on me. When I asked him for help, 
picking up the the many meds I needed to take the next morning, he again said he was working. Damn, cry always be at work. That's a working man. <laughs> I was furious and and did it myself, although I shouldn't have been driving. I know I'm emotional due to meds and trauma. Am I overreacting? <laughs> How long they been together? That's the part I was stuck on, Rob. That I was. That's the, I was like, we ain't got nothing else I, to talk about. Why? I, why yes. y'all been together for five oh. years and y'all still live separate? What do y'all do? What, what was ever gonna happen? Okay, Robert, I'm gonna let you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, five years. I mean, there's no. way. If you have allergic reaction, I'm assuming they weren't together when they had the alert. When she had the allergic reaction. No, because Carl was at work. <laughs> Carl, right. Um. There's no. If Robert's in a relationship with somebody for five years, if we're not married that part. already, um, the reason why I'm not picking up your meds is because I don't want to be with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Clearly. And That's real. I don't want to be with you now. I don't really care about your well-being mm-hmm. either is what it's saying right. to me. Yeah. Because even if I, even if I, so say it's five days in, but I'm actually really interested, even if I literally can't leave work or I can't leave where I'm at to get to you. Um, if it's something where I, it's just I really cannot do it, I'm gonna reach out to somebody. Yeah, because I know somebody to make sure that you get your meds. Um, or I'm gonna try to figure out if I can leave work. Um, it's Uber. You ain't even gotta do all of that to make right. sure somebody good. So, yeah, Carl's not that interested. <laughs> you dating Carl? I don't know if Carl's dating you at this point. Mm. Yeah, that's just a long time. Yeah, and I, that's a that's a thing for me. Like, and also I think it makes me think about like what what classifies as emergency for you because some folks just be thinking everything is emergency, and so then when it's really an emergency, people be done. And I don't think that's the relationship you should be in. But it did make me curious to be like, hmm, I'm interested in this person. Nah, no, so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like she is in a relationship with Carl, but Carl, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need to understand her personality more because what it seems like is like you have an attachment that is not mutual. Yeah, at all. Because, like, I don't think, I think when you're in a relationship, like, I get kind of what you're saying if everything is always like, oh, woe is me. But honestly, when you care about somebody, like, you just go. Like, I remember. That's what I'm saying. Like you, that person does not want, it's not a healthy relationship. It's not a, it's. But a lot of people function in their relationships like that. Like it's not a partnership. That's not, we not talk. we definitely not talking about a partnership. No. Well, they're still talking about, she said dating, right? Yeah. For five years. After five years, we're in a partnership or if we're not married, you know, I feel like we we take on different language at that point in time of what, what we are because five years down the line, dating is if we want to get traditional, it is a process throughout the whole relationship. Like we going out on dates, like that is what dating is supposed to be. And then it turns into a, a partnership and then it evolves into um, an engagement and then it evolves into a marriage. If you value marriage, if it you don't value marriage, then it stays at a dating. But even, I still feel like it's still interesting to me though, even if you don't value marriage, like y'all don't live together. Y'all haven't taken any next steps. Like, to me, her, I like I, I she's looking for something that he don't provide, and she's still looking for it because to me, like you said, I believe, yeah, sis. But I think also, like I know people who are in relationships like this. 
I don't. It's not a relationship I want to be in. But like they, there isn't an awareness of care that that is care for caring for one another is not a priority. That's weird. So then you guys probably have gotten around to this question before. I listened to your podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Rob. That's okay. I'm, I'm laughing too. Okay. Okay. But, I listen. Um, I, I do listen. How long is too long? Yes, yeah, so three, over three years. You know, it's funny. I literally, so this was just on my mind this morning because I was like, oh, shoot, like I'm going to get married and we'll be, we will be approaching, our, it'll be two and a half years. When we get married, we will have been together for two and a half years. And I always had told myself, if I date someone past three years and we're not moving towards marriage at that point, that I would have to yeah. let the relationship go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I like that number. Yeah, I would say... At this point, somewhere between two and three years. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't I couldn't do the five like even if I don't think that marriage, like traditional marriage is like there needs to be some type of union, some type of otherwise just knowing myself like I'm playing. Exactly. Like you know well before then if this is right or if it's wrong. Like I knew cause the, because that last place. relationship that I talk about that was so like it was horrible, it was on and off for three years. And so it's like the, that all the up and downs, up and downs, all the turmoil that was in three years. Like I knew at that time, like we cannot do this. Like <laughs> I cannot keep doing this with you. And then my relationship now, there's been no, none of that, like up and down, up and down. It's just been consistently like getting to know each other and growing together and learning and realizing like, I can keep doing this with you. I want to keep doing this. I get to keep doing this with you. Right. That's a beautiful thing. I'm not there yet because, you know, I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> but for you to get to that point where you realize, oh, relationships are actually supposed to be a, a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Like we have our moments, of course, because we're human and we're just imperfect and we got hormones and whatnot. But the moments but ain't. But they not. really don't. And I know people will be like, y'all don't even know each other. <laughs> I think I think the reason we don't have moments is because if I was in the hospital, no matter how far away he is, he's coming. Listen. So there doesn't get to be an issue. You know what I mean? Like there doesn't, there's never yeah. a question. It's, it's the type of relationship you have. And I think that's the part where people aren't, we're not always specific enough. And I think that's what I was sensing that earlier. Like y'all don't have that type of relationship. What? Because it would Carl, if Carl had that type of relationship, Carl would have been there. Yeah. Your meds would already been at the house before you got to Correct. your house. But I think that's the thing is like sometimes it's not just about like people think that they're operating in this very global idea of what a relationship is, but there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. And some people operate in in spaces in which they truly don't even really want to be a part of, but they they decide to operate. Mm-hmm. But miss out on the care you miss out on the intention and also the fact that you're able to accept it accept that lack for five years usually means you're not making room for the real stuff to come in what you're really desiring to be able to come in exactly i just wonder this i'd be wondering because you know i talk to a lot of women um why why do women? He, asked, he said this. Yeah, he asked me this question yesterday out loud. <laughs> Go ahead, ask your question, Rob. Why do women allow themselves to just, almost in a sense, settle, but just kind of sit there and take it? I just, I, <laughs> the you know, is. you don't want to be there, and you really, I feel, I feel like I could be wrong. You know, you don't really want him at this point in time. Mm. I think. Or am I wrong? Maybe you do really want him. 
No, I you want the idea of what I you think you want the idea of the what you created him to be when y'all first got together. So it's the idea of like who he could become. Yeah. And you're just like waiting for him to become that. Instead of going just going to find somebody who already is is there with you. Um I mean, I, I can't speak for all women, but I think for me too, it was when I was um not so happy with myself in a relationship, it was also competing with other women. So even mm-hmm. talking about like the topic of cheating and things, you actually compete with like, why, what does she have that I don't have? And then you can't leave him because then she wins. Mm. That's how, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. I'm not there any longer. But I think for me, that's what I noticed with a lot of, women who do that is it's like you're competing for a man that you don't want just so that another woman can't have the work that you think you put in so when is it throughout growth and development and aging that i feel like i so i feel like in society it teaches women you know you need to be married you need to be married you need to marry and then men great you got married Hmm. um but then I feel like also society says you need to marry someone rich. You need to marry someone who's got this, who's got that. When do those standards change for women, for them to be like, oh, it doesn't matter if he's got money. It doesn't matter if he's got good credit. It doesn't matter if um, he treats me right. It doesn't matter if he's stringing me along. It doesn't really matter if he cheats. It doesn't really matter if he's sleeping with men. Like, when does that all <laughs> <laughs> when does that change? For the psyche, like that, I just, I, I, I wonder when that changes where it's like, okay, well, we, I can settle or I can be okay with this. I think it's for me how I, I see it um, or how I hear it in other people is like, you just actually don't think it's possible to have yeah. it all. Yeah. I think it's less about like, I'm settling for this. I don't think that that's the, the, the view of it. Is this that based off of what I see in my surroundings, whether I'm positioning myself in a certain space or not, like this is what is possible based off of what it seems to be reality. Mm-hmm. Based on what's around you, based on what your friends are going through. If all your friends are dealing with the same thing with their men, mm-hmm. then it's just it's just how men are. You know, and so I think for me, it was and also like when you're going through it, like I don't think that it's a false thing. I think it's just like you going beyond the yeah. scope that you can see. Yeah. And Sorry. choosing. I think I think it really is just choosing different too. Like Yeah, I mean if you men want men outside of the it. same social circle, men who don't value uh marriage or see marriage as uh oh, I gotta settle down or oh I have to get married. Men there are men who genuinely want to be married and see that as a positive and a benefit. I don't think that all men feel that marriage is like them losing themselves. The yeah. Death, yeah. The death of me, the end of me, the end of my independence. I what, I what I've been struggling with recently. So I have always, I'm that person. I value marriage. Um, I, I value marriage. I value, I hate to use, I hate to use this term because I'm really struggling with the, the institution of Christianity <laughs> um, right now. Well, I've, I've been for a while, but I can publicly say I, I struggle with the institution of Christianity but I value, um, I value a Christian marriage, um, a Christ, or I'll say I, I value a Christ-centered marriage. 
um, because, you know, I do, um, I love Christ and I, that's, that's my way forward. Um, but so I've, I've, so as long as Sola has known me, she's known that I've always wanted to be married. Mm -hmm. Um, and would have been too young, <laughs> been too broke to have been able to do it at the time that I wanted to do it. And um, it's weird now because I'm in a space today where I don't want a relationship. Um, and it's because I've actually walked alongside three or four people who are going through a divorce. Um, and then coming out of my own relationship, I was just like, it's not that I'm not ready because I think I am. But seeing this, hearing all of this, and um, I'm like, I think I need some time just to figure me out more. Like, and mm. I think my biggest thing that I do value, and I say this all the time, I actually said this to Sola. I went on this um, trip the other day, and she was like, you know, how do you feel about this person? And I was like, I still have strong feelings for this person. I will always have strong feelings for this person. But I cannot position myself to pursue someone who I've pursued multiple times before and is does not want to be with me. I want to be with someone who wants to be with me. And um, I feel like I deserve that. You do. Um, I feel like everyone deserves that. Yeah. And, um, and. I think that I, almost answers your other question though, of like even right. how women get there is they keep actively pursuing someone who does not want to be with them, but also isn't moving around because it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hinder them. It's a man who does not wish to be married to anyone is okay sitting in, in comfort of this relationship. Yeah. I think that, I think that answers the other question that you were asking to me, in my opinion is like, this man doesn't have a, a clock. He's not right. worried. He's not waiting to get married. He's not in a rush to get married. So, <laughs> I mean, you feeding me, you effing me, you right. might be, you, she might even be financing something. Where is he going? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've been on this. What I, I, I tell people is what I look for is I want someone who loves themselves just as much, who is learning to love themselves consistently and daily um, because that's, that's what I want for myself. I feel like the more that I can love myself, the more that you can love yourself, the better we can communicate what we need. Mm -hmm. uh, the better we can mm -hmm. communicate what we want and the better we can communicate what we desire. I feel like if we don't know our needs, our wants, and our, our own personal needs and wants and desires, how in the world can I communicate that to you? Um, yeah, it's confusion. It is. So. Dear fake friends, I'm in my mid-30s and I have just been married for the first time. I chose not to take my husband's last name for several reasons. I have a child from a previous relationship who shares my name. I have a unique name that I love and I'm established in a career in a career which name recognition is important. I'm also an older bride. Unfortunately, I didn't discuss it with my husband before the wedding, although I did explain my reasoning later. We participate in a lot of activities as a couple where our names are written out and people often ask why I have a different last name. My husband is really bothered by it and hates when people bring it up. I want to make him happy and make these situations less uncomfortable, but I refuse to change it. Am I being unreasonable? How do I approach these awkward situations? Should I take this his name in social situations, but just not legally? So she's sharing her child's last name because that's her maiden last name, or is that her ex-husband or right? That's a last question. name because 
I think I would have an issue if you're. She curious. has a child from a, it's from a previous relationship, so it's not her maiden name. I'm trying to get out of my ego. I don't, <laughs> I don't want it to be my ego because I would be okay. But what's your ego as, say? As long if it were your last name, I could care less. And that's person I could care less. If you want to carry your last name, I don't. I could care less. If you want to carry your family's last name, but if you're carrying your ex husband's last name, I would have a bit of an issue with that. Um, I think the part I have the biggest issue with is that she didn't talk to him about it. Like, yeah. that was the biggest issue of like, because I don't think either of them was able to express like what the actual issue is. Like, he's bothered, but what is it? What is he actually bothered by? And she even talked about, um, once again, if it's her last name and her family has built businesses and whatnot, I get it. But if it's, your ex-husband's last name and because you guys have built x y and z and you want to keep a hold of that name because it it makes it easier for people to recognize you i have a struggle with that because that relationship is over you can still carry on in business if that's what it is if you're still a part of the business but i feel like you should be able to give up that last name you don't have to carry mine yeah. um because i don't that doesn't bother me too much my I don't think any of my sons will be named after me. Right. Um, <laughs> could care less about that. But um, if you, I would have a bit of an issue if you were still carrying your ex-husband's last name. And I would have an issue as well about not having that conversation before. Yeah, I don't have a... I think that's something I would just always need to be open about because I don't have a thing about the last name. So I can't... I. I, I just I I think that's where my issue is like well if you had such strong feelings about not changing it like <laughs> what caused you to not share that yeah because you knew that he would be opposed to it well then that's kind of low key that's that's rude that's real different how I I don't approve of why you just did it anyway and was like oh well that's that's how it's gonna be I don't think that that's a go a, a, a solid way to go into a partnership mm-hmm. but um I'm just trying to put my I I don't know if I would care. Just in general, I, I don't. The last name thing is not triggering for me, but I think I would care more about like if you knew it was a thing with me and you didn't say something, then like what is that about? Yeah. I... So the other thing too, like to to what Rob is saying, I think why he's saying it matters as to is it a previous relationship's last name or is it her last name? is when I listened to it, I thought that actually it is her last name. And so then I was actually confused. Why her husband was upset. No, well, I'm just confused in general. I, My mom actually changed my name when I was five. Mm. So um, I feel like Changed it to what? I'm sorry. So I had my mom's last name until I was five. And then when I was five, my dad wanted me to have his last name. And so they changed it. And then, like, I know that there's other people, too. Like, if the dad isn't involved, like, say it is her maiden name, right? And, like, the the dad isn't actually involved, like, why not have a conversation and see if, like, why don't we change all of our names? Or, like, like, is it really about your child or is it about you holding on to your identity? Like, I think that's where I would want to know. Like, 
what the question is because I I'm thinking about even like um Sierra and Russell Wilson future. I think they were talking about changing like Baby Future's last name. Right. Like I don't think that that's a thing that doesn't happen. And that's right. not to say that Future is not involved in their life, but like that's their family last name, and like this is the family, the household that he lives in, like to make him feel as a part of that family, family. unit. Mm-hmm. I think that there's other ways around it. I personally, because I did not have my mom's last name or my sibling's last name, um, it to me is a big deal to have a family unit last mm. name. Like that's something mm. that I like, that's a part of why, like I want to be married and I want to be one. I've waited um, to have children until I'm married is like, that matters to me, but I understand like, that's not yeah. a thing for everyone. Yeah. And I think, so I think all three of us may be in the same situation. Yeah. I think all uh, of us have <laughs> our daddy's last our, name. Yeah. We have our dad's last and, name. Uh, yeah. So I mean, your daddy was, yeah. I was raised by my yeah. father for nine. I lived with my father for nine years, but I've got I, my, my sister, who I'm the closest to. I've got many siblings, but my sister, who I'm closest to, we don't share the same last name because she has a different father than I. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, because of that, I was like, oh, I love my sister. And what's a half sister? Like, this is my whole sister. Mm-hmm. So last names. And then I have a different last name than my mom. And then my mom's remarried. So she also now has a different last name. So for me, it's been like, whatever. And then my pastors, um, they, my pastor, um, her last name is Kingdom. um, And the husband really liked that last name. So he hyphenated his last name. Mm. So I saw that and I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. I've never seen it done that way. It's usually the woman who will hyphenate Mm -hmm. to keep hers and then take on his. So I thought that was really cool that um, because he he liked her last name and wanted to keep that so that, that that would continue on because it's only her and her brother. Um, he decided to hyphenate that for them and all the kids. And as a pastor um, to have your last name be Kingdom, I mean, like, let's right, yeah, let's be like, clear. Really like, good. come on. So, so <laughs> put, put that ego aside. That name is kind of popping. Yeah. <laughs> that name is kind of popping. So, so, yeah. So for me, because of that, it's been easy for me to be like, okay, whatever. But I, I really do value what you just said. And I, I appreciate that. And, I think that's also why I've waited maybe um, to not have kids and whatnot, but um, because I would, I would like that, but. um, And it could be either which way, maybe you do take on hers, but like it's all one or even just her to hyphenate. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, It just seems to me like. It seems selfish. It seems about control to be honest for me. It it reeks of you're trying to control a situation and you feel like you don't have control. So like you don't feel like you can come and have an honest conversation and and be heard. So you just went and did something. And I'm like that, that speaks more than anything because I would want to be able to be with a partner that I could say like, Hey, this is what does matter to me. And here is, here are the areas where I'm a bit flexible. Like, how do you feel about this? Because that would be the conversation. We like, well, we could all just have the same last name then. Right. But if you don't put it and you you move and stuff, it's like you're not giving that other person an opportunity to meet you and for you to be a, make family decisions. Because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like even though last names it's not big in my head, like it it still will be a conversation. Right. I, I may like be that's... more flexible how that conversation goes, but like. It's still a conversation to me. Yeah, because I, I have that. I have that thought without kids being in the picture because I don't necessarily right. know that that's something that I want. So like, just me and the other person, like, we could just make up a name. Because it's such <laughs> a, I don't like, know how you would not have that conversation of 
what we doing about last names. Like, how you get you to- You know what, though? No, like, in all, in all honesty, I think there's an assumption. So, in yeah. my opinion, th- this is my opinion as the engaged woman, okay? If I did not want to change my last name, that is something that I would have already said. But my fiance hasn't asked me if I'm taking his name because I'm taking his name. But, like, yeah. it's assumed- yeah. So but I like think it also both, goes back so to you expressing I, that, like, that is something that you want. So, like, no, it's not, it's I haven't. I don't think I have, though. <laughs> I feel like you have. I, I feel like you have maybe not directly saying, like, I'm taking your last name, but ha- you waiting in the how you speak of that, how I've heard you speak of it. And I imagine you've had similar conversations. It would be odd to think that you didn't want, like, if you told me, like, I'm not taking this, like, I would just, we have, are having this conversation for the first time today, you and I. Yeah. And that would be odd to me if you said, I'm not taking his last name based off of the other things that you have confirmed. Right. But what I'm saying is, I can see how he didn't bring it up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If, yeah. if she knew this was a thing for her, I'm going back to what Sola originally said is yeah. like, she needed to say something way before they actually got married because he's obviously assuming that his wife is gonna like that's just yeah you know you can make your own tradition you can do your own thing you can you can do whatever you want but like i think as the man like you're i think you do kind of assume like oh it's my wife she gonna take my like you know like i can my fiance has not asked me what's funny is i've got i've got quite a few clients i'm a personal trainer oh i'm a few things but um, yeah. <laughs> i'm a director of a fitness facility but i also am a personal trainer and i've got a few um late female clients lady clients women clients and um they told me straight up like i'm not changing my last name for a couple of years because i work so hard in my current last name got my certificates in my current last name mm-hmm. and from a financial reason yeah i gotta change <laughs> i gotta switch all those and like to change my certificate is five hundred dollars for me to just to change my last name so like I'm not changing my last name. I yeah. love him. He loved me. We be all right, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I've never even heard it from that perspective. But it was so hilarious when they, uh, and it was not just one; it's multiple. Who are like, yeah, I've worked hard in my last name, yeah. and I'm going to keep it right now because I want to. You got a point. I need to look into that before I get my real estate license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's real because it, it, it can be very expensive. I know that my godmom, she didn't change her last she just like as an anniversary present to her husband changed her last name and it was her and I were having a conversation about it It was like wow like there there can be a lot of thought that goes into this and people can stand firm and I think also like in our in this generation last names can hold a different type of weight Mm -hmm. like whether it's for the certificates or or just the that I worked hard under this name I think women are are doing a lot more than I think in the past and I think that does need to be acknowledged as to like we are creating our own paths mm-hmm. and even after marriage aren't choosing to just like be housewives I'm nothing against it because right. honestly I'm about tired of working already <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what I mean like it's it is just very different in our generation as to how yeah. hard we work and have even have you like I always notice that when I always pay attention to like hmm, I wonder, especially like celebrities of like change that get married and like they built this, you know, household name and it's like wow, like you have to rebrand. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be it's not to say that it won't be done, but does that even make most sense based off of what the two of you value? So I think I always think this last name conversation is very interesting because I think it, it presents a lot to like, at the very least, maybe it's just a conversation you have. Even if the assumption is in alignment, maybe it's just say like, hey, 
have you thought about this? Or, you know, like, hey, is this, especially if you're not in alignment, like you said, with the quote unquote norm of taking, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, just, it's a really, really interesting dynamic and question to think, even thinking about like how I've set things up. Like I don't reference my last name. Exactly. I was just about to say that. I don't. Like, I, 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 I just don't. So mm-hmm. I think that that, Maybe that has to do with kind of how I've always seen that I just, I think what's interesting is before when I was younger, I would always just say like, yeah, I definitely get a new last name. Def like any, any second. Now I don't feel that way. Like that, mm-hmm. that will be like, hmm, I have to think about what I want to do. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've purposely haven't used my last name for years. Like I, for a year, like almost even every job I've worked at, I go by yeah. my first and my middle. Like yeah. that's my email. That's my everything. Uh, yeah. So once I get married, it'll be the first time I actually use my last name, which will be weird. Listen. Okay. We're going <laughs> to write that thing out. Okay. I love it. But yeah. it's, it's so interesting as we get older, the, like the things we start to turn and think about of like, or even how we've aligned ourselves and set ourselves up to kind of position like, okay, this is kind of, I want to be open with this. So I'm going to position myself this way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I've even done that. I don't think I, I think I just didn't like my last name for a long time. So I think that was more of it than anything of like, I don't need you asking me too many questions about how to spell it. Just mm-hmm. solar and T that we go call it. That's real. I'm is looking it- forward to having one that people, I could just say it and you could spell it. <laughs> but now I don't want I think that's my fear now it's like dang but it's now, part I, of like, you. Yeah, it's it, part now of you. I really like I'm gonna listen some of these other middle names might have to go mm, that's true slide, too right they had to slide so that's what that. my mom did um when she got married she just moved her last to her middle because she always yeah. hated her middle name anyway she didn't yeah. like hers so she still it was still all in there but it wasn't hyphenated it's a powerful rebranding if you think about it. Like, that is a rebranding of like, mm, okay, listen. All right, y'all. This was fun. I enjoyed this. Yes, it was a good time. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to this week's Hangout Friendsgiving <laughs> session of the Fake Friends Podcast with Kiara Rose and Sola T. Special guest Robert Andrew. Did Phillips you go into your little sexy voice? I think you tried to come up <laughs> with the little sexy voice. Go ahead, then. We'll let you go ahead. And our special guest. Fake friends. Fake friends. <laughs> and you know, if y'all love this episode, go ahead. Head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and leave us a review yes yes and be sure to like us on instagram at fake friends podcast until next time bye bye bye